What up, what up, what up, world? It's your boy Mark Brown, and we are back for episode three of Toughest Balls. I'm glad you are here with us on this Friday evening, June 7th, 2019. We are back, and we are in action tonight, and we got a lot to talk about because it's been a while. Since the last time we had the chance to sit down and talk, we have a few things going on. We have one thing going on tonight specifically that you better be watching, and that's game four of the NBA Finals. Tonight, the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Last game, Toronto controlled the whole game. Of course, Steph Curry was basically by himself, you know, not getting the help that he that he needs from the bench and all the supporting cast on the Warriors, and they came up short. And you should have expected that because how how can you win without without your two two of your main guys? And that's Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. So we're going to talk about the NBA Finals today. We're going to get into some pro wrestling. Not no sports entertainment, folks. We're going to talk about some pro wrestling here. And I'm going to talk about the NXT TakeOver 25. That was last Saturday. We're going to talk about those result results. Also, New Japan Pro Wrestling best of the super junior finals were this past wednesday and i i've been following new japan here and there not not uh faithfully not following everything that they do you know certain guys in in new japan that i like i like jay white i you know bullet club of course and you know switchblade if you don't know switchblade jay white check him out and i like the uh I like G.O.D. If you don't know who G.O.D. is, those that's the Gorillas of Destiny. Gorillas of Destiny, they're the sons of former WWE and WCW star Haku, a.k.a. Ming. I love those dudes. You got to check them out. They are awesome. And we're going to talk about uh, also a few of those matches that went down. It was... Uh, First match we're going to get into was Jay White uh, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, we're going to talk about Will Ospreay versus Shingo. That's the best of the Super Junior Final. Let's talk about that. And also, he made his debut in New Japan. And his name is Death Rider. John Moxley. Well, you may know him as... Dean Ambrose if you're a WWE head and you don't watch anything else but it was oh it was great it was great seeing him do what he does best and that's just wreck stuff okay that's what that's what he does so let's get back to the first match I mentioned and that is uh Jay White versus uh Hiroshi 
Tanahashi. This wasn't the first match on the card. I'm just talking about the matches I want to talk about. Sorry. Uh, if you want to know the full resort results, make sure you Google it and look up New Japan Pro Wrestling. Best of the Super Juniors. 26 finals. Yeah, so Jay White versus Tanahashi. I want to specifically talk about Tanahashi because a few years ago I was seeing this stuff on YouTube and seeing this guy and what he does and I, wow, this guy's incredible. And then I heard he had a back injury and he hasn't been the same since. Now he can still go, he can still put on a good match, but he is not even close to what he was when he was a little younger before he had that back injury and it kind of showed here it kind of showed and to me Jay White controlled the whole match switchblade he controlled the whole match and he he got the win and I love what New Japan is doing with him I hope he stays there for some time I hope he doesn't leave anytime soon and if he leaves I pray to God he doesn't go to WWE. He will have to go to AEW because he already did the Ring of Honor thing. I remember seeing Jay White a couple years ago, and I'm like, this kid's cool. He's coming up. But when he went to Japan, Japan, like, yeah, we know what to do with him. And now he's a rock star over there. So Jay White still on a roll in New Japan. Uh Next match I'm gonna get into. This was the the main event of the evening, but I'm gonna talk about it because I the match I want to talk about next is, is is very personal to me because it's the reason I ordered New Japan Pro Wrestling on demand. I I, I ordered, I got the app, and now I'm gonna be watching a lot more New Japan product and. This match was the best of the Super Junior Final, and this is Will Ospreay versus Shingo. Of course, uh, if you follow New Japan, you know Shingo was undefeated. Was undefeated. I forget the number of matches that he has won, but Shingo was incredible in this match. Uh, Will, uh, um, if you don't know, Will Ospreay won the match. He uh won the best of the super junior final took home the trophy and his this match was hard-hitting grueling uh it, it was incredible it was like a will osprey match but shingo really really we've seen him before i haven't seen i've seen a you know him, him a few times i haven't seen uh shingo consistently but in this match I think what what he was doing with what Will Ospreay, the offense Will Ospreay was doing to him, was doing to Shingo in that what Shingo was taking. And Will Ospreay would pin him and Shingo would kick out every time. Shingo is awesome. Uh, If WWE wanted to bring uh, someone else from New Japan over, he would be good. It's too late for Hiroshi Tanahashi. I think that ship has sailed. WWE should have did that some years ago, but they uh went got and got Shinsuke Nakamura, 
which he was awesome at NXT and on the main roster hasn't been that incredible, which is a bunch of BS because Shinsuke is cool. But Shingo would be that type of guy that could, I believe that can work in WWE. And I believe he should have won the match. I'm not mad at Will Ospreay winning because uh, if you follow Will Ospreay, this this guy does things a lot. You see a lot of uh, does things that guys in other places, whether it's Mexico or here in a, here in America, he does things that they don't do. Like I remember the the last guy that impressed me like this was AJ Styles. Will Ospreay impresses me like that. And if you watch the best of the Super Junior Final, he said it himself that he's going to go with New Japan full time and he want to help uh, take New Japan to that next level. And hopefully, hopefully he's able to do that because Will Ospreay is an incredible talent. And like I said, I believe Shingo should have won. But can't be mad at Will Ospreay. Congratulations to him on winning the best of the Super Junior Final. Last but not least, uh, with New Japan, the match that made me order New Japan on demand. New NJPW World on demand, to be exact, if you would like to get it yourself. The match that made me buy it and download it. We had the IWGP United States Championship. We have the champion Juice Robinson versus Death Rider, John Moxley. And I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was going to be crazy. But what I specifically saw is that John Moxley is a completely different. Thing outside of WWE totally different still that fire still that hard hitting dude that you like still that crazy dude but this crazy is focused it's not just that oh crazy dude that just do crazy stuff for no reason like WWE presented to us this this type of crazy is a psychotic uh, a controlled psychotic type of crazy which is great which i love which we used to get which we don't get anymore because wwe wants to be so cookie cutter they want to cut your cookie they want to make gingerbread houses that's what WWE want me that's what they want to do they don't want to please their demographic but anyway that's neither here nor there this match was incredible John Moxley, of course, is now the new IWGP United States Championship, which I was looking at some blogs and they kind of make this title uh, insignificant, which I don't think it is to me. I believe it's a cool title. Kenny Omega held the title, so I believe it means more than what than what, you know, others believe. But. I like the look of the belt. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just uh just falling for something just because it's not WWE. I don't know, but I like the look of the belt, and 
I like the New Japan's presentation and what John Moxley did to Juice Robinson. Oh my God. Oh my God. Vicious, vicious, vicious John Moxley. And he has the right moniker Death Rider. <laughs> this dude, this dude is on fire. He's become a mega, mega star. And John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, is, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's on his way to legend status. If he keeps this trend going, he's on his way to legend status. Yes, I said it. John Moxley will be a legend. And yeah, if you don't have New Japan, and if you haven't checked out any New Japan, just just you know, Google it, go on YouTube, check out some New Japan videos from you can go back years and it will all still be great action just as it is today. Uh moving right along, I wanna talk about what I said I was gonna bring up on the last show. I'm not gonna bring up any details. I just wanna bring up the standings because when I last looked at the standings and if you wanna know I'm talking about Major League Baseball uh, specifically the AL East standings in as of today. The Yankees are still in first place. 39 and 22. Then you got Tampa Bay Rays at 37 and 23. And those awful Boston Red Sox that are 33 and 29. And I hope the Boston Red Sox keep falling. But the Yankees are where they need to be. Uh, I'm glad that they're in first place. I hope they're able to pace themselves because we have a lot more baseball to be played. And that's when I will be getting into baseball is this summer when NBA is over. And, you know, every other sport basically has died now. But we do have the NFL OTAs. We have the mandatory training camps going on right now. But, yeah, I just want to bring up the MLB ALE standings to let you know my, yeah, you heard it, my New York Yankees are in first place. And as we continue on Toughest Balls this evening, I'm going to bring up uh, the... World Heavyweight Championship last weekend in boxing. <sighs> you know what, people? I don't know what to say about this. Like, I, I um, I don't know what to say. Like, where, where is the heavyweight division now? Because if you don't know, last weekend we had the heavyweight championship. The champion Anthony Joshua versus Andy. Ruiz Jr. And a big, nice-looking British guy lost to the chubby, or could you even say, I don't want to say, I don't want to be mean and say fat, but, I mean, we'll just say a little out of shape, Andy Ruiz Jr. 
And Andy Ruiz Jr. took Anthony Joshua to school. Now, there's a report. Now, this is from the Joe Rogan podcast uh, that he heard, Joe Rogan heard, that in sparring earlier that week, Anthony Joshua was, I guess, knocked out by his sparring partner. Now, I don't know if that's accurate. You know, Joe Rogan is close to the fight game, so he knows people that will know. So I trust the source, and that happened because I had to call my dad on this one. And I had to ask because my dad, you know, he grew up in boxing, and my grandfather trained boxers. And so I had to ask my dad, I said, what do you think? He thought Anthony Joshua wasn't in shape. And it looked like that. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but something weird was going on with him during that fight. That Andy Ruiz was just able to basically knock him down multiple times. And it was horrible to see because this that messes up the fight I wanted to see. The person I wanted to see knock out Anthony Joshua is my guy. The bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder from Alabama, baby. I, that's who I wanted to see knock out Joshua. But, no, it was Andy Ruiz. And congratulations to Andy Ruiz Jr. He deserves all the credit for taking it to Joshua and taking advantage of the situation. If that actually happened with Anthony Joshua being knocked out in sparring earlier in the week. <laughs> I mean, the story is incredible, but it messes up the mega fight I want to see. And if we see it now, I mean, it will be cool. Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua. But now it it's not going to have the impact that it would if joshua did not lose to andy ruiz jr i'm i'm disappointed i'm very disappointed in this because heavyweight boxing has been suffering for years it's been suffering for years every other weight class is thriving but when it become when it comes to the main event I believe the main, the real main event ended with the heavyweight division, the heavy, the the big heavyweight worldwide attraction of the heavyweight division ended when Lennox Lewis retired. It was it was done. The 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 heavyweight boxing that we grew up seeing that was the number one division years for years now it isn't Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder were supposed to bring back that heavyweight division and now I don't know what can bring back the heavyweight division from what happened last Saturday 
And like I said before, congrats to Andy Ruiz Jr. But Anthony Joshua, come on, man. Come on. They, they're boxing, meaning, meaning boxing. They're going to miss out on a lot of money because of that. And it was all ruined by a chubby Mexican. It's crazy, folks. It's crazy that something like that can happen. That someone that you don't expect to win actually wins. And it's incredible. So, with that said, I'm going to get into... A little hip hop music. Just want to bring up a couple albums I think that you should check out. And the first album I want to let you know about is from a UK rapper. His name is Skepta. Skepta is a good MC in this new album. Ignorance is Bliss is a great album. You know, uh, when it comes to UK rappers, I usually listen to gigs. That's probably the only one I listen to. I remember years ago, I listened to Dizzy Rascal. But Skepta is a lot better. Like Stormzy, if you don't know UK rappers. Stormzy and Skepta, they, they are true MCs. And I think more... American hip-hop fans need to support the UK hip-hop because they support American hip-hop. Even though, we, you know, hip-hop started in America and we believe they should support it. They don't have to. You know, they could support their own stuff, but they support American hip-hop. And I think we as hip-hop fans need to support hip-hop from other countries besides us you know we're egotistical as americans you know everything's about us we think everyone knows about football we think everybody knows about the nfl a lot of of people outside this country don't care about the nfl why should they they don't have nfl teams but we seem to care about stuff that only goes on in this country and we need to see the world more and I don't mean just travel and going to resorts we need to see the world more and we need to support UK hip hop so that album Ignorance is Bliss I don't have a specific track on Skepta's uh, album Ignorance is Bliss that I like I think the whole album is is solid I think it's a great project and you should go check it out if you have Apple Music, go check that out. That's why I listen to it on. And the next album I want to get into is from a female. Um, I'll say female musician because she's multi-talented. Uh, I don't know how I um, stumbled onto her, but I'm glad I, I did because this girl is... Oh, this girl, yo, she she does a damn thing. Um, 
if you never heard of her, her name is Havaya Mighty. And she has a new project. The album's called 13th Floor. I believe she said this is her seventh project that she's she's put out. But this project is incredible. It has commercial appeal. It has underground appeal. It has that 90s. Some some tracks have that 90s feel to it. She sings. She can spit. And I don't mean she just rap. She can act. She she's an MC. You know she she she's great. And her uh, album 13th Floor is incredible. She has a, a song called Wishy Washy, which is more which has a, a commercial feel to it. And to me, it's is perfect for radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's perfect for uh, uh, mainstream radio, and she, she, she. I, I mean, I was shocked when I heard. You know, you go and listen to a new artist you haven't heard before, and you're not expecting. You're like, oh, let's see what this sounds like. But when they impress you and they open your eyes and your mouth is like, what? When you're listening to them, that's when you know you got some. You got some good music potentially a artist that's going to be around for years and years to come hope hopefully because she's incredible um uh this album as well uh there's not a specific track on the album that i uh like you know uh i, I pretty much like the whole album and I think it's it is it, it, dope. Like you need to go check it out. That's Havaya Mighty, and it's called the Thirteenth Floor. So make sure you go check that out on your favorite streaming service. And yeah, we're gonna um, now we're gonna get into uh, what went down last Saturday at NXT Takeover. 25 we had basically every championship online and i'm just going to bring up the championship uh, matches that went down we had the tag team championship uh where you had it was the vacant tag nxt tag team championships uh you had the forgotten sons versus the undisputed era versus the street profits versus uh uh Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. This match uh set the tone uh for tonight. Well it wasn't the first match. Well the uh the match before wasn't uh credible, which was uh uh awesome. Uh it was uh, well, the NXT Tag Team Championship match specifically um, is uh, what 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 it uh, always was. Now, it wasn't the greatest tag team championship match that NXT uh, uh, puts on, but it still was a great match. It was incredible. The ending, uh, fit the finish was, was you know, was jaw-dropping. You know, if you want to ask me, it was jaw-dropping how it finished. 
And uh, at the end, you got the street profits taking, uh, getting the win and becoming the new NXT Tag Team Championship. And I was happy to see them because these dudes, you know, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, they've been over with the NXT audience for some time now. And NXT believes in the street profits and Hopefully this reign won't be short and we'll see what they continue to do on NXT. And I hope they have an incredible championship reign. And on to the next match I want to talk about is was the uh, North American championship. You had the champion Velveteen Dream going against the, the challenger uh, Prince Pretty uh, himself. And that match was, <sighs> oh, if you don't know Prince Pretty is, that's Tyler Breeze, sorry. Uh, that match, <sighs> I mean, it wasn't the greatest match. I mean, it was okay. It was cool. Some some cool spots in that match. And at the end, Velveteen Dream retains his title. And, you know, they did a cool selfie at the end, which was, you know, okay. But uh, I believe Velveteen Dream can put on a better match. I just, I I, did, I think it was because who his opponent was. It was Tyler Breeze. And not saying Tyler Breeze isn't okay. I just don't think he has what he used to, what he had, you know, four or five years ago. But. It was a cool match, and Velveteen Dream retains his title. On to the NXT Women's Championship. You had Shayna Baszler putting her title on the line against Io Shirai, the Japanese star. And this match, <laughs> Io Shirai, she kicked Shayna Baszler's butt in this match. You know, Shayna Baszler had some cool, cool uh, spots in this match, but Io Shirai kicked her butt. The whole match, and it was it was a great match uh, when it comes to the NXT Women's Division, and I believe the Women's Division they they never disappoint. I believe every NXT Takeover Women's match has exceeded what you thought you were going to get. I believe they always give it their all if not more. And that was an incredible match because um like I said, EO Shirai, she she just schooled Shayna Baszler, but Shayna Baszler comes out with the win at the end of it. And I thought Shayna Baszler was gonna win. You know, every match at uh takeover I pretty much called and uh next match I'm gonna get into is the NXT World Championship match between the champion Johnny Gargano and the challenger from the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole. And this match, ladies and gentlemen, like I anticipated, was not a disappointment. Was not a disappointment. I don't know why they let the NXT guys hit fight harder. Um, maybe 
uh, it's because they're not on the roll road as much as the main roster. But I wish we got matches, more matches like this out of the main roster. And you thought this match was going to go on forever because you had two count after two count after two count after two count. You did not know who was going to take this. And at the end of the day, it was who I wanted because I believe it's, you know, this was overdue to begin with. And Adam Cole is the new NXT world champion. Well, I'll say NXT champion. I don't know about the world. Well, he's the new NXT champion. Adam Cole, baby. And hopefully this is a lengthy reign. You never know what to expect from uh, NXT or, you know, WWE uh, as a whole. And I just hope he holds on to this title for some time. I'm hoping he holds on to it at least if he's not getting called up to the main roster this year. If Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era aren't getting called up to the main roster this year, I believe Adam Cole should hold this title unto next year so i can see him defend it live in tampa because i'm going to be at next year's wrestlemania and i'm hoping i'm i'm hoping please wwe give me an exciting wrestlemania so i feel like i really spent i really got my money's worth when it comes to hotel and flight and rent a car or uber whatever i decide when i get there but i plan on being in tampa for wrestlemania next year and uh before we get out of here folks uh i want to get back into i talked about a little uh at the beginning of the show and that's the nba finals tonight between the toronto raptors and the golden state warriors what i want to talk about specifically ladies and gentlemen is okay with when it comes to the golden state warriors if they happen to lose this finals if they happen to lose this finals is this the end of the golden state warriors as we know them it will this be the last hurrah or go around for the Golden State Warriors. I'm saying that it's really something, something to think about. Because, you know, you got teams that are potentially, you know, making space to try to land, you know, one of these big fish and you can't guarantee that the Golden State Warriors will be the same as we know them. Will they go in to be in a whole different whole different team next season? I mean, the, the storyline with this, this, the, the NBA season is, is incredible because not only with the Golden State Warriors, you on the Toronto Raptors side, 
when you talk about if they win, what will Kawhi Leonard do? Because reports are saying that Kawhi has purchased property in Toronto. Now, if you're a Toronto Raptors fan, this is awesome news. But can we believe it? Because it hasn't been widely reported. So do you trust? Do you trust that? Kawhi actually did that. I don't know. I don't know. We all heard that he wants to go to L.A. And potentially the Clippers may land him. But if you win a championship, do you still leave? Now, I know Toronto is probably still new to him. But from what he says, it sounds like he loves it there. He loves the city. He loves the people. Seems like, you know, probably good food and lots to do there. I heard it's one of the cleanest cities you can ever go to. I've never been. I would love to go. I would love to go. So, yeah, when it comes to Kawhi, if the Raptors win a championship, does he still leave? The family, the family thing is strong, man, because when you want to go home, we know Kawhi is from, is from L.A., so do you be mad at him if he leaves? I know, I, 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 I mean, it, <laughs> The Raptor fans, they will be they will be devastated. Like, oh man, like you just got here. Now you're leaving. You, you we won a championship. Now you now you wanna go? I mean, I will be crushed. Cause we know what the Raptors were before Kawhi. And I heard people talk about, oh, they feel sorry for DeMar DeRozan and yada 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 and this and that and I'm like, oh, well, DeMar DeRozan is not the player Kawhi Leonard is. That, that, that's just a fact. If, if you don't know that, then I don't know what you're watching. I don't know what you're looking at. He's just, he's just not. What Kawhi Leonard does, and if you have been watching closely, folks, if you have not been watching closely, Kawhi is not 100%. He's not. You can tell. He's still scoring. He's still putting points on the board. But he has not had a breakout game. He hasn't. And when you, when you talk about that, you got to sit and think, are we going to get a breakout game from Kawhi soon? 
I mean, he's due. He's due. Now, I don't know how much his health has to do with how much he can produce. But you can obviously tell he's not 100%. And that that's 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 something to really think about that's something to really think about because we still have something to look forward to when it comes to Kawhi Leonard and yeah folks we have come to an end of another episode of toughest balls uh like I said tonight make sure you check out those NBA finals is game four in Oakland, Southern California. Beautiful. Wish I was there. And make sure you pay attention to how Kawhi is playing. And we'll also have to pay attention to how Klay Thompson plays tonight. Got that look forward to. Uh, we got a lot of things to get into next time, folks. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to get into more NFL next time. How about that? Haven't had much time to talk about that. But since the NBA's come to the end of the season, it's time to talk about the NFL coming up in less than 100 days. So make sure you tune in to episode four of Toughest Balls. I'm your host, Mark Brown, and hope you join me next time. One. Green light, green light, watch that green light Man, I worked so hard, get the team right Had to put it on my back, make it breathe light Now I'm moving non-stop, about to take flight Green light, green light, talking green light Man, I worked so hard, get the team right